You're listening to The Weekly Word with Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. Hey, this is Chris from Everyday Catholic. Hey, I wanted to let you know we're doing a little something different for this uh, Good Friday reflection. So what you're going to be listening to is an excerpt from a talk I gave a couple years ago at uh, the Franciscan University of Steubenville on the cross revealed. And so um, I'll tell you what, this is one of those talks that I gave that the Holy Spirit took over. And honestly, I can't even listen to it without my heart being stirred again. Um, And so I hope that the Spirit speaks through it to you and that this uh, Good Friday would just be a powerful time for you and for your family to reflect on Christ's cross, um, reflect on his sacrifice, reflect on the passion uh, and what he has done for us. See, Jesus' life from its beginning to its end is on a mission, and I'll tell you what it is. It's his name, Jesus. It means God saves. His mission is to save us. His name is Savior. That's what he comes for. He doesn't come just to live a normal life. He doesn't come just to do miracles. He doesn't come just to teach. He comes to save us. And so we see in his life, he accomplishes it. And he does so in the most unexpected, ungodly way. He dies. You know, as the crucifixion is hard for me to get my head around. Um, As a kid, I always thought that the crucifixion was like 2,000 years ago. And I kind of had this idea that, well, hey, I wasn't busy sinning 2,000 years ago. So how did he die for me? Like, was it like, did he really die for me? Because I, I mean, I wasn't even a twinkle. Like, it's, like, my people weren't there, right? But remember, he's fully human and he's fully God. What do we know about God? Well, God is omnipresent. He's in every moment of reality at the same moment. He's fully aware of this moment right now. Imagine we're on a timeline. God's fully present here right now. You were born, I don't have any idea when you were born. I was born in 1976, shut up. And, uh, but let's say I'm here at my birth. My parents are there. My dad is reading the Gospel of John to my mom as I'm emerging from the womb. I'm told she then rather forcefully told him to stop reading the Gospel of John as I was being born. God's fully in that moment, fully aware, fully present. He doesn't remember that moment. He's in that moment right now. Just like he's fully present, fully aware of this moment right now. He doesn't, he's not looking forward from my birth to a time when I'll be standing in front of a couple thousand teens talking. He's fully present, fully aware in those moments at the same time. Are you following me? Okay, someday you'll get married and have grandkids, right? Most of us. Yeah, absolutely. He's fully aware, fully present of your grandkids as they tell stories about you at your wake right now. Just like he's fully aware, fully present at this moment right now. He's, it's not looking forward. He's present. Are, are you with me? Because this is a big one. God's fully aware, fully present of every moment at the same time. That means that God is fully aware, fully present in this moment. Just like he's fully aware and fully present in this moment. When we say that God died for our sins, it's not an abstract thing. That means that Jesus Christ, as he hung on the cross, he looks out and he says, I see you. I see you. This is me for you. I see you. Those times when we're alone in our rooms and the computer calls, 
our cell phone just beckons. And the devil whispers, nobody's going to know. Fully aware, fully present. Those times we're on a date and, and things are just going where they just, I wasn't ready to go or maybe I wanted to go or maybe I pushed somebody to get to. He's fully aware, fully present in this moment as much as he's in that moment. There's not one sin I could commit, not one moment in my life that he doesn't know as he hangs there on that cross. These nails were put there by me. I did this. There's nothing abstract about this cross. And he looks at me and he says, I see you. This was for you. God reveals his love for us in that while we were still sinners, he died for us. He suffered for us. And the crucifixion, again, we make it so abstract, so far away. We want to put Jesus on this like 40 foot tall crucifix. But I love this cross here because the reality is the Romans would not have wasted time hoisting you up, up into the atmosphere. They'd put you just low enough so you couldn't get down. And you'd stand there as your friends gathered around and they wouldn't have to look up. They'd see your blood. If they stood close enough, it'd drip on them. And it's interesting, the crowds, when Jesus was being, was being judged, the crowds gathered and Pilate says, I've got no reason to crucify this man. And they scream out, let his blood be upon us and upon our children. And that line just, just breaks my heart because they had no idea that what they were asking for was exactly what Jesus came to give his blood for our salvation, that his blood was given to break my bondage, that his blood was meant to set me free. God didn't just come to live a normal life. God didn't just come to do the crazy miracles. God didn't just come to do teachings. God came to die so that I might live. That is Jesus' love for us. There was a Roman centurion who stood at the foot of the cross and when Jesus died, the earth shook and he said, surely this was the son of God. And he saw that Jesus had been revealed for who he was, is. The question I got to ask is, have you accepted Jesus for who he is? Is Jesus just like this teacher, this miracle worker, this story, this fable, like Greek mythology? Or have you invited Jesus to come into this moment into the moment of your sin, into the bondage you think you'll never be free of and say, God, your blood on me. Your blood on me and on my children. Your blood to set me free. There's this mystery that when somebody does something, it stops being impossible and it becomes possible. And there's a reality that our lives have suffering even today. And that some of you guys are carrying weight and pain and just crap that you didn't earn or deserve, but it's just in your life. You've got pain. And you go, what do I do with that, Chris? You do what he did with it. You unite it to his suffering because what he did, he's made possible for us too. He sanctified the human experience. He offered himself for our sins and you unite your suffering with his because what's impossible becomes possible when somebody does it. So I don't know what you're carrying, the hurt, the frustration, the things, the struggle. It's, empty, it's tempting to go like, well, God, why is God doing this to me? I don't, God isn't doing it to you. 
We live in a broken world. There's bad stuff happening. What God has done is he said, I can give purpose to that stuff that's happening. I can give purpose and meaning. I can give grace through that. I can change lives through that if you'll give it to me. And he's saying, I'm not asking you to do anything I wouldn't do for you. I'm not asking you to do anything I haven't done for you. Does that mean we seek out suffering? No. Does that mean if there's a situation we need to get out of, we don't get out of it? Of course we get out of it. But when suffering comes, we can unite our suffering with his. Knowing that as we do, he's in this moment, fully aware, in solidarity with us as we are in solidarity with him. There's a beautiful reality in God's timelessness. But there's something I want to do tonight. And it's just been on my heart all weekend. And I, I, it's like, it's, people, it's been on my heart, but I just, as I've been praying through this talk, that verse of let his blood be upon us and upon our children has just been heavy on my heart. I, 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 maybe you're like me. Maybe there's sin in your life you've been to confession for like a thousand times. And you go and, you're, and you honestly, you're repentant. I don't want it. Like, I just don't want it, but it keeps coming back. I don't want it, Right? And as we were praying, I had this image just of, as we lift our hands in worship, I love to lift my hands in worship. And I've always kind of thought like I'm reaching out to my daddy God. Like I love that. It's, it's warm, it's fuzzy, I like it, right? But as I sit there in worship, I just saw chains on my wrists. Like a slave saying, take these off of me. I do not want these anymore. And I don't think I'm the only one who's been walking around with those on. We've received God's forgiveness, but we've never invited his blood to conquer this in our lives. We've been set free, but we still live in bondage. Does that make sense? Okay, when slavery was was banished in the United States, you know where a lot of the the slaves went? Right back to the plantation, because they didn't know what freedom was. Okay, like too often when we're set free, We just run right back to slavery because we don't know what freedom is. So tonight, we're going to do something. We're just going to pray together. And a lot of times we do this thing like, whatever that thing is you're holding on to, just put it in your hands. Just hold that up there. I want you just to think, what is that thing? What's the hurt you've been carrying that you think you can never let go of? What's the sin that you've been struggling with that you think God can never free you of? What's the thing that you find yourself in confession for over and over and over again? What's the relationship you got out of but you still have attachment and pain to? I just want you just, we're gonna sing a little worship here in a second. And as we sing, I just, I just want you to just lift your hands up. And I'm not, it's funny because as, as speakers, like I don't want an army of automatons to be like, lift hands to Jesus, like, I want you to just, whatever that is, I want you to take it, and I'll say the chains. I want you to take it right to this cross. Close your eyes and just imagine yourself under the cross of Jesus Christ as he bleeds. Isaiah leads us to believe, beaten so badly, unrecognizable as a man, blood just pouring, I mean, pouring out of him. Just to say, God, I want your blood to set me free. Jesus Christ, I accept the work of your cross to set me free. God, break any attachment I had to sin. Break any claim that the devil has against me. God, I was set free at my baptism and I let go of that. I want 
that freedom again. Let your blood wash me free. I accept your blood over me, Jesus. Come, break these chains. So take a moment, close your eyes. Put yourself at the cross. He's not 40 feet up. He's about two feet off the air, off the ground. When you look up, he's looking right back at you. And there's no hate in his eyes. There's nothing but love. And that pain you see is his fight for you. And he's not looking at you with any sort of disgust, but he's looking at those chains on your wrists. And he can't take his eyes off them because he hates them. Because he's fighting to get them off. And as we worship, I'm just going to invite you, if you feel God moving your heart, I just want you to stand up and I just want you to give those to the Lord. Just, and you don't have to open your eyes, you can if you want. There's no magic here, but just like, God, I give you this, take it. God, I give you my bondage, set me free. Now, I, what's going to happen is God is a God of miracles. God will set you free, but I, I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, the reality is the devil ain't going to give up. He'll come back. He'll say, you're not really free. I mean, this, is, this isn't done. You still want that. And here's what you do. When the devil comes back, you just say, hell, comma, no. <laughs> hell, no. That's the appropriate use of that phrase. I want that freedom that God gave me. Hell, no. I will stand in Jesus. He set me free. So I'm going to hand over the band. We spent a little time. God, come, set us free. Wash us with your blood. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.